Over the river and through the woods, the hounds of hell are howling. A haunted house harvests the heads of the young who go a-prowling. Welcome, fellow travelers, to the Gaius Sanctorum. This is the Order of the Midnight Rule podcast. We are your guides, Jameson and Scully. And join us today as we head down the hallowed haunts of the most haunted places in the world. Welcome, fellow travelers. This week, we're definitely uh, discussing the most haunted places around the world. Now, Jameson, I have personal places that I've been to that are extremely haunted. Mm -hmm. Especially my hometown. I come from a city that is hundreds and hundreds of years old. I mean, it was the first it was the first capital of New York before Albany. Yeah. So uh, the stuff that's in this my city cuz it's weird the city is it's strange because there's the town of Poughkeepsie and then there's the city of Poughkeepsie. Mm-hmm. And they're basically the same thing just called two different things. It's really strange. There's really no difference. Yeah. At all. It's kind of like Peoria and East Peoria. It's like yeah, there's, a, there's a little I bit of difference, it. but not much. Like one has more of a business district and the other one doesn't. Or Bloomington and Normal. Yeah, Bloomington and Normal. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, you know the the apartment I lived at was haunted. Oh yes, yeah, so still haunted. I was about to say is still haunted. Um, and well, obviously visiting places in Europe. Um. Uh, france france yep i went to the catacombs um, and you're still alive i am still alive i'm, I'm holding up air quotes <laughs> yeah um, my, my body is animated living is is questionable um <laughs> no actually to be perfectly honest well i went i can't say that because i did go on several haunted tours well you went you know jack the ripper right yeah the jack the ripper, ripper yeah. um tour um i went to the Actually, one of the creepiest places I went um, was actually not the catacombs. I would actually say the legends of Castle San Angelo in Rome is actually creepier. Really? Because there's this weird door that opens up from the out from the outside, and they would just hang people out it. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, and oh, so that's, like that's 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 how you get that nasty spirits. So yeah, and uh, the bridge, which has beautiful statues mm-hmm. by uh, Bernini, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very eerie, especially at night. Beautiful, but it is very, very eerie. Well, all that weird stuff in the Vatican. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all supposed to be so like beautiful. It's creepy. It's it, creepy. Now, Vatican City. I highly recommend, even if you are not Christian, to go see it because the art that they have in the Vatican Museum and everything there is just magnificent. And it does hold a lot of history. Um, I will say, actually going into the Vatican and seeing um, the Pope's throne room, I guess is what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what what to actually call it other than that. Pretty much what it is. Is fantastic. Funny story, side note. I actually couldn't be near the body of Pope John Paul II because the people there praying had so much emotion. I had to leave the oh, area. Yeah. Being in pass, we that would have that would have killed me. That was I actually started tearing up. Mm-hmm. I have no association to the Catholic Church whatsoever. Nor do I. Um, nor do I have any you know real ideas about Pope John Paul II 
personally. It's just their emotions but being conveyed. everyone's yeah. emotions were absolutely overwhelming. Yeah, I gotta understand that. But that's not what we're here to talk right about. about. We're here to talk about some of the creepier sides it's, of the world. As it is the spoopy season, we it are gonna keep with the season. spoopy theme. And I do have my basic bitch juice right here. Mm-hmm, he does, I can confirm it. So good. Thank you, Starbucks. Actually, <laughs> uh, please, please sponsor us. <laughs> sponsored, not sponsored, not sponsored. Um, no, uh, actually, this is the first pumpkin spice latte I've had all year. I mean, I've drinking two pounds of pumpkin spice coffee already this year. Wow. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and kick off spoopy season with the. I, I'm going to apologize because I'm going to butcher this. I have a few like that, too. Um, that I'm like, there's a couple names where I'm just like, it's going to be bad. Halbachu Forest. It's not bad. Um, or Halbachu Forest. Sounds about right. It is known as the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. And it is a 729-acre forest that houses many myths and legends. Many myths state that many people were slaughtered in the forest, victims of crimes and sacrifice, as well as peasants, soldiers um, of different eras, as well as supposedly Vlad the Impaler. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Legend has it that um, this is where he lost his head. And that you can still see his spirit wandering in the woods. I would not be surprised. Now, some of the local legends state that a family would search, um, lost a daughter in the woods. Uh, she went wandering and they were searching high and low mm. to no avail. They, she just vanished. That's, yeah. Now, fast forward several years later and she actually appears from the woods exactly as she was the day she left wearing the same dress and not aged a single day and how many years in between i heard five but keeps you know yeah, it's, it's a salt. legend so grain take that with a grain of salt yeah, yeah, yeah. um now there are over 1000 reported missing peoples who have gone into the woods moral of the story don't go in the woods. Um, amongst many strange things, such as orbs, sightings, um, shadows, and the feeling of being watched, um, mm. there is also mm. a strange oval in the woods where nothing grows. There have been many tourist guides who have gone there and they have seen gatherings of people, whether it be for a seance or some sort of ritual oh. there, there's a lot of things that that kind of yeah, go on there i mean it's interesting but yeah still no yeah um well first of all there are actually several um places in the world that are similar to the bermuda triangle the bermuda yes. triangle is the most famous of them mm-hmm. but you have the devil's triangle you have obviously the forest here in romania like this too on my list and I just find it really interesting. There are a lot of people who go missing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the young girl who vanished and then came back and, like, not know anything, when I read that legend, I immediately thought of Rip Van Winkle. Mm-hmm. It was Rip Van Winkle, right? The one who fell asleep and yes. then... Yes, okay. Um, or, you know, the legend of people finding um, fairies and then, like, having a party which only seems like it's there for a night but it's there and for it's years. been yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years or so yeah so that's immediately what i thought 
don't really know in that area that they have too many legends of like fey creatures or fey like creatures. I mean, it's Eastern Europe, so that's that's the whole like Hans Christian Andersen, like grim fairy tales kind yeah. of thing, where it's like the, the fairy tales we know, but really, really dark. Yeah, but I don't really, I mean, possibly the she, or there's actually some, uh, there's I another. Mean, right, every legend is rooted in truth. Goblins, I know goblins y- are You know, so there. like, do I believe that he had dealings with these things and that's how he wrote the stories? Absolutely. Possibly. possibly. I would. I would say that there's a lot of what's going on there to be true. Yeah, but Hans Christian Andersen, I mean, he wrote The Little Mermaid and yeah. The Snow Queen, which I guess technically The Snow Queen could be a fae-like creature. Well, oh, actually, yeah. She this would be a fae-like, fae-like creature. creature, which, side note, <laughs> when they sit there and say Elsa is based off of The Snow Queen, like, when you say based off of, you mean, like, loosely, loosely like there loosely. is, like, a little thread yeah like a little silver thread because the snow queen in narnia is more the snow Queen. actually yeah the the white tilda Tilda swinton yes yeah the white witch in narnia would be more very kin to what is supposed to be the the snow queen yeah actually i never thought about that why every time i think of snow queen though i just think of miranda true (laughs) so would you go visit yes the the woods if I had a guide that knew what he was doing or she was doing, yes. Would you go with me? Sure. If we had a guide who knew what they were doing. Even though you know I attract the shit. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well. We'd have a better chance of seeing something. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I would be more disappointed to get the gumption to go into the woods and not see a goddamn thing than rather than going into the woods with you and having the more of an opportunity to see something. That is true. I We would probably see something. And I would be okay with that, as scared as I probably would be. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with the first one is from my hometown, which we I've already talked about uh, in the beginning of the episode, is the Mid-Hudson Psychiatric Hospital in Poughkeepsie, New York. It was built in October 18th, 1871. And as yeah. of... Six days is going to be exactly 149 years old. Wow. It sits on 156 of semi-forgotten acres of land. As in, there's 156 acres of land that nobody has gone into in 149 years. Put that in quotations. Quotations. Because this hospital that started in 1871 only housed 40 people at the time. The Civil War hit and it bloomed to 6,000 permanent residents up until 2003 when it shut its doors. Wait, it didn't shut its doors till 2003? It did not shut its doors till 2003. Before then, in the 90s, one mysterious fire started in one of the wings. They don't know how it happened, but it just started out of nowhere. The wing got shut down, and after that, subsequently, fires would start in different wings of the hospital. One they attributed to a 
lightning storm. I'm putting large quotations because they couldn't explain it otherwise because it started in the men's wing of the hospital where nobody had been in for 25 years. Right. Now, yes, it has been uh, abandoned, and that's a large air quote, since 2003. Now, I know this for sure that there are, I've been there. There are plenty of people who trespass onto the property, and there is said to be about 10 floors below the surface of the hospital. I know this because my mother was an orderly in the 80s. Ew. Oh, so so she knows that there are... Yes. How did they go that deep? I don't know. Those are the rumors. Oh, so she doesn't know for sure. It's like 85% sure. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I believe your mother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 85% sure that that's the case. They've wow. been operating for 149 years. It was shut down, and I'm going to put large air quotes, shut down in 2003. So that makes me think that the top was shut down, but whatever was happening below was not. Aliens. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I did not see anything when I went in. It was during the day, but I have heard from several people. They have seen signs that say, like, hell this way, or things that say, uh, leave now. Yeah, but whenever I see things like that, I think, think of, like, kids pranking. pranking? Yeah, like, I oh, don't know. oh, it's edgy. You know, yeah. hell this way, and then you see a bunch uh, of inverted pentagrams. No, and... no, no inverted pentagrams. Really? No, no, oh. just simple letters. Hmm. Yeah. Um, now, the catch to this is that's 149 years of suffering and pain and uh, medical science that wasn't perfected yet and mental science that wasn't perfected yet. They have plans to gentrify this area and destroy the hospital that is now sitting there oh, and build what would be like a fancy block of like Brooklyn, basically. I am just waiting for the news ads of people dying mysteriously because I'm sorry. Apparently the developer has never seen the poltergeist. Series. I was just going to ask, have these people never seen poltergeist? That's do, six, do, you, do you want poltergeist? This is how you get poltergeist. 6,000 permanent residents since 1871. Recorded. Recorded. That's recorded. Not, because you know that there's weird experiments and things. Yeah, absolutely. So think about that for a second. They want to tear down this, this facility that has probably has some of the highest paranormal, whatever you want to call it. On the East Coast, this is akin to, like, Arkham. This could be a, a, a real Arkham. I mean... I mean, have, I mean, you've seen what the building looks like. Y yes, I've seen the building. It's... I mean, it's a spectacular building, it, but, it's like... It's a beautiful Victorian, like... It's so beautiful, but, like... Yeah, You I, can't do this. You cannot... Well, just leave it... Just leave it to do what it's gonna do. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, there's so many stories of... Places that actually you know, were demolished and then built on top of, and 
it just it never ends well it doesn't end well you just leave it you just leave it you can't do anything about it you just need to let the earth reclaim it yeah and like for example i recently read an article that talked about a i don't remember what it was there was there was a a monastery Mm. and they demolished part of it, especially the nun wing. Mm. And there is actually the spirit of a nun who wanders the halls yeah. of where it was, which is now a parking lot. But people have seen it and she just goes about her business. Yeah, I mean, so if you built on top of something uh, that has that much pain and anguish and suffering and monstrous things have happened there, I know it monstrous well and not only that but you have the four years three years of it during the civil war i was gonna say you have the civil war there's a reason why gettysburg is one of the most haunted places in the u.s they uh there is stuff for like you know it was a hospital hospital for a while and then you have tuberculosis tuberculosis spanish flu flu. i mean it's it's terrible it's this was just not for mental health at one point it was a hospital hospital before like saint francis came and like you know all that yeah yeah so you want to talk about haunted yeah just just plan to tear that down plan to tear that down don't build on it just just tear not only that but here here's something you said that the forest really hasn't been disturbed since the acreage, I guess I should say. I'm assuming yeah. it's for wooded it's forest. It's wooded forest now. Um, the acreage hasn't been disturbed. There could be a reason why it hasn't been disturbed. Exactly. When they're like, semi, I was like, forgotten? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I would dare not. I would dare not go that far on that property. Yeah. No. I mean, this hospital is the size of a mid-sized university yeah no sorry that's a that, I mean, that's a hard pass that's a hard pass i wouldn't go there again mm-hmm. all right next up on my list we're going to head over to india oh. the um and again let me preface this i do apologize in advance i'm going to butcher the pronunciations hmm. um this is the rukud lake uh, it is located in um the upper part of India, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm it's to in, about that. I, I actually had practiced this word, but like... Yeah, we don't feel like... It, we don't feel like... No, not happening today. Um, at an altitude of 16,470 feet above sea level wow. in the Himalayas, there lies a glacial lake which remains frozen most of the year. However, once it gets warmer, an eerie mystery begins to thaw. In the bottom of the shallow lake, which is only about two meters deep, are several hundred human bones. Uh, Hundreds? Several hundred bones. There are, there's an unknown number of bodies bodies there. So just bones. It's it's really, it's really, well, I'll I'll get to it in a minute. Okay. So what's interesting is that the bones spanned over a millennia mm-hmm. and um some date as old as um 12 uh 1200 years ago and some uh date to as early or excuse me as most recent as 
the mid-1800s. The mystery grows even stranger when the DNA tests of 32 different skeletons reveal that the bones were, some of the bones were local, which which this makes sense because there is a famous uh, Hindu pilgrimage, the um, Nada Devi Rajjat, I believe that's how it's pronounced, um, which goes right through there. But strangely enough, there were other bones that day that um, the DNA test revealed are of Mediterranean origin. That's a bit of a hike. Strangely enough, nobody knows like why or how these bones got here because obviously being that high up in the Himalayas, they would have had to have been brought there. So they so don't. That's some like Alexander the Great kind of like uh, well, trek across like you know that is one of the theories that um because that was part of alexander the great's empire that that could have been part of the reason that's exactly what i thought um but none of the bones are one related two they didn't all die in the same way so there's a couple that it does appear that they could have been caught in like a hailstorm because there were like round blows to the head oh um but part of the problem is because of the pilgrimage and because of tourism and rock slides and mm. avalanches, a lot of the bones have gone missing. So that's why I said there's kind of an unknown number of bodies there, because we don't know how many have been taken. We don't know why they were brought to this place to be laid to rest. Um, Maybe once we get time travel. Yeah, very, very interesting place. It's not necessarily haunted, but like... It's just a creepy, creepy well, place. it is haunting in the mind because... Right. Why? why exactly why was it done why where did they come from mm-hmm. why were the bones laid there why are there different ones from places uh halfway across the world yeah because when you first look at it it's like oh well there was either like one of the theories was like a ritualistic suicide when yeah. it was first discovered yeah exactly. i was going to say um, the same thing or like it was like a burial ground of a a tribe but as obviously technology diff- yeah and there's different bones from different parts of the world as technology has progressed we're starting to find out that you know they're none of them are related it's not a family grave it's not like it's just really weird and i couldn't really find a distinct number of how many full skeletons they have Mm -hmm. interestingly enough that there is actually still um hair skin and bones on some of them which Probably because it was preserved by is the ice. preserved by ice, right? So I don't know. Interesting, very eerie, very creepy, and haunting, in my opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now, would you go to a place like that? I mean, if it wasn't so dang cold, sure. Oh, see, I like the cold. I'm not. I mean, I like the cold to an extent. I mean, there's such a thing as too cold. The cold never bothered me anyway. Uh. uh okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, winter is coming, so. <laughs> oh, God, we went from Disney to Game <laughs> of Thrones. All right, so I'm going to go a little less serious on this one. Okay. So this is going to be less, more spoopy and less spooky. Okay. I'm going to go with the Stanley Hotel, which was built in 1909 in Essex Park, Colorado. Now, this particular hotel, which is very haunted, is more famous for being Stephen King's inspiration for The Shining. But the funny thing about it is it is less spooky in reality than the story that he writes. 
because none of the spirits that occupy this building are malicious. Well, that's strange. None of them are malicious. None of them are like, none of them like want to kill somebody or like anything like they're all like uh, tricksters or they are happy to see you or things like that. There's only one that's particularly, I would consider grumpy. Uh, so the, it is said to be haunted by several different ghosts from, uh, from past owners to children and even a couple pets. Uh, this whole time, uh, like I said before, the hotel is inspired uh, in Stephen King to write The Shining, uh, built by an inventor uh, named Freeland Oscar Stanley, uh, who moved there to Colorado for fresh air and sunlight. He died in 1941 in the hotel at age 91. Now, most of the workers there swear they have seen him at one point or another. They hmm. see him either in at the bar, which is reminiscent, of course, of Jack Nicholson's the character Shining. in The Shining, which means that Stephen King must have saw him. Could be. Or they see him in the billiard room. Also very The Shining. Very The Shining. Now, another ghost that a lot of people see, or spirit, whatever you want to call them, uh, is a former housekeeper named Elizabeth Wilson. Uh, she was lighting lanterns in the rooms at the Stanley when she was accidentally um, exploded. She accidentally exploded. She accidentally exploded, survived, but died a few years later, which means she survive the explosion from the whatever the lamp oil or whatever she was using to light the lamps it was with. probably gas probably gas oh god she survived continued to work at the stanley for several years until she died now most people say that they have seen her because uh if you stay in the room 217 where she passed uh your luggage will either be mysteriously packed up and in the corner <laughs> items will go missing and she's a bit of a conservative and she does not like unmarried couples and Ooh. so she will continuously flip on and off your lights in your room or she'll stand right next to the bed and make it cold so you'll have to change the room <laughs> i'm sorry i just find that really funny she's my favorite she's so petty and i love it she's I, so good i i don't know i guess Oh, there's more. Uh, not only that, there is uh, uh, a ghost of a child named Billy, okay. who also had uh, uh, Down syndrome or oh. autism. Mm -hmm. uh, he is said to roam the halls uh, where he and his brother once played with their nanny. Uh, he is said to be drawn to other folks that also help uh, the uh, de uh, like disabled and things like that. Interesting. And he goes and like messes with people's hair. And that's all he does. That's kind of cute. Yeah. Now, there also is a pet cemetery that you <laughs> that many guests and also employees have seen dogs and cats roaming the halls of the Stanley. Many, many times a day and many, many times a night. So this is not a night thing because the the employees of the Stanley have seen goosts, uh, goosts, ghosts and goblins and all of the things that go spooky in the night. Also during the day. Interesting. Yeah, because most most haunted is uh, all night. Yeah. No, they see this all the time. Doesn't matter. And those are just the ones that are recorded. That's interesting. 
Yeah, it's not nearly as spooky as... As uh, a ice river full of bones. Well, <laughs> the ice river full of bones. <laughs> or I was thinking the way that um, that uh, Stephen King portrayed it as... No, not at all. But I with mean, the elevator of blood. blood. But the, the scene with the kids, mm-hmm. come play with us. It's probably based off of that. The Jack Nicholson scene where he's at the bar with the bartender is probably based off the owner or the inventor, the former of the the Stanley. But yeah, this has been going on since since the owner died. He was the first one. Wow. Would you go? Absolutely. I mean, right now you can go and book a room at the Stanley and stay there. And I, I know several YouTubers have done it. I totally would. I would love to. And it's in the heart of the Rockies. So there's like, you just walk out onto your balcony and just see the Rockies. It's just like in The Shining. I need to make this happen. And we're not that far away. No, we're really not. Apparently, it's absolutely breathtaking and beautiful. But yeah, you want a fairly okay paranormal activity uh, experience that isn't going to like make you poop yourself. Probably the Stanley is the best bet for you. Although I find it surprising that you say you would go stay there because I tried to get you to stay in a haunted ho- a hotel in Chicago and you wouldn't do it. Really? I thought I said to, uh, I thought it was Pin that said no. Oh, I wouldn't have told Pin. Oh, okay. No, it was you. Oh, whatever. I, I said let's stay there. Actually, I'm happy with the hotel we went to because actually the, the happy that we, the, the hotel we went to was actually great. Yeah, and, and it was super close to the convention center. And we are center. so doing that again. Yes, hopefully. Knock hopefully. on wood. Knock on wood, you know, that uh, that happens again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move to Texas. Texas. El Paso High School. Oh, a high school, because that's not creepy at all. Oh, it, it gets better. So, known as the Lady on the Hill, El Paso High School opened in Texas in the year 1916. 1916, with, a high school. Yes. Okay. Um, with breathtaking Greco-Roman-inspired architecture overlooking a massive 12,000-seat stadium, the school is quite a marvel with a very dark past. Hmm. Not only was the basement used as an overflow for the morgue during the oh Spanish flu God. in 1918 through 1920, it was also used to house the bodies of soldiers lost in World War II until their next of kin was informed. Wow. Because that's not spooky at all. Mm-hmm. Now, there is the spirit of a young girl who committed suicide, supposedly by slitting her wrists and jumping off the balcony. And she has said that night after night, she relives this, as people have seen, uh, have reported seeing her jumping off the balcony. There is also a class picture from 1985 that contains the image of a girl who did not go to the school and was not present when the photo was taken. She didn't even go here. <laughs> that, that was the joke. That was the joke with, with the person who, um, who I got this idea from. I didn't, I didn't know anything about this. Um, oddly enough, um, the girl's image was not in the uh, negative of the photograph, but oh. only, a, only shown in the yearbook Hmm. on top of that there are many sealed off corridors in the building as it's been added to and redone and blah 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 blah. and there are very few um brave souls willing to wander down them during several of the uh several of them have reported wandering down corridors and seeing a strange slime oozing from the ceiling 
but possibly the creepiest one is while a group of kids, I believe they were students, I'm a little iffy on that one, that detail, Mm -hmm. Um, they were down in the basement and accidentally knocked um, in a wall which was sealing up an old classroom. Oh, God. Now, the creepiest part about this is the classroom looks like it was just abandoned, other than, obviously, the dust. Obviously. But, like, pencils were still on the table, on the desks, books were open, so it's like, literally, they got up, left, and then they 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 hastily sealed up the door. Nothing good comes from that. Yeah, nobody knows why it was sealed up in a hasty manner. Um, now, you can actually visit the school. I was going to say, is it still open and it still, is still functioning open. as a school? I actually looked up the photographs. It is a beautiful building. I mean, absolutely stunning. Is it still a functioning school? It is school? still a functioning school. Oh my god, that is horrifying. Yeah. Um, because the the image of the girl who jumps off the um, balcony, uh-huh. um, she's also said to have wandered the halls, and that a teacher actually um, saw her and um, hall pass, please. Yeah, <laughs> well, and uh, you know, spoke to her, saying, "You can't be here." And then she literally looks at him and vanishes. Oh no! And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it is. I would have been like, can I go to the next school, like in the next town? Yeah, no. can I go to the school in the next county? Not this um, one. Yeah, there you can visit it, but there are like very, very strict rules because obviously it is a still a school, still a school, still a school. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We're spoopy guys. I guess it'd be cool to go to a a, a a haunted high school. Make high school a lot more interesting. I don't know. Like, I want. I would. I would be brave enough to go down the corridors. Would you? I think so. During the day, sure. At night, no. <laughs> <laughs> While there's still sunlight, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Not at night though. But I mean, you wouldn't be able to get in at night anyways. Yeah. Unless there was like a dance or something. Yeah. Or um, they might have like night tours or something. Yeah. Uh, exactly. When the school is yeah. closed. Yeah, exactly. Now, Ooh, that would be interesting. Now, I find it interesting and I do like the idea oh, God. of this is something we should do when there's no quarantine. What? Haunted Places Around America tour. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. And that would be on the that'd be on the docket. See, I need I need a job that I can do remotely, mm-hmm. so that I can do wherever. Yeah, I can or, go travel. Yes, that would be awesome. Um, but that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting, and I actually like the idea of since it does have a lot of space, having it be used for something like overflow. Yeah, but also that's with just that, like why, why, why? It's a school, guys. Come on. Yeah, but. You mean you got? Yeah, we got to do what you got to do. What you got to do? Yeah, I guess so. Man, though, nineteen sixteen. I didn't even know that they had like high schools and everything was yeah. just a school. Like there wasn't like middle school, grade school. It was just this is the school for the town. You know what I mean? In nineteen sixteen. But wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's just crazy. so you can kind of get an idea. Here is an image of the high school. Wow, yeah, it looks like a Roman Colosseum. Yeah. Yeah, when I was doing research on it, it was like, oh, Greco-Roman architecture. I'm like, 
Yeah, right. Greco-Roman. No. It really looks like the half freaking, yeah. Yeah, because it literally <sighs> looks like it, it <laughs> looks over an amphitheater, yeah. which is a stadium. Actually, it was one of the first stadiums, if I'm not mistaken, um, in, I don't know whether it was in the nation or in Texas, but I mean, that's a massive stadium. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so we're going to go to somewhere close, I guess, but it's on the West Coast. We're going to go to Turnball Canyon. Uh, it's also, and I'm going, I'm so sorry for the pronunciation of this. Uh, it is also known as Ahutakanana. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Uh, Place of the Devil. Oh, because that's not... Oh, yeah. So, uh, it is a leisurely four-mile hike. In the picturesque, sprawling hills of the Pungent Hills in California, where 29 people died in a plane crash in the 50s. Not only that, but it is also legend say that certain amount of children were taken from a nearby orphanage and used in ritualistic uh, sacrifices. On top of... On top of a crash of 29 people dying in the 50s on a plane in this canyon. Not only that, it is said the ghost of a teenager who found old electrical shock equipment from an abandoned asylum that was based in the hills as well died while he tried using it. I took that in a completely different um, direction. Oh, it keeps getting worse. Don't worry. Uh, it is also said that this is also the place where many and multiple different cults would gather uh, and would do other kinds of sacrifices as well in this canyon. This all happened in a 50-year period. This is going to be a hard pass for me. And you can still go there. It's only a four-mile hike. Yeah, no. No, no, no. With a place called the the devil. <laughs> I mean, okay, so the, the place of the devil. I mean, the fact that there was a plane crash—that's very that's, tragic. That's tragic. That has happened in a lot of different places. So, well, not, not a lot. I mean, it's actually very rare that a plane. Maybe I'm just crashed. used to it because I'm from a city that it happened in. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, here, here's the interesting thing: when. You hear of a plane crash, like, oh my god, it makes news because huge, it, especially it's in the 50s. Not, it's not very common, no. actually. Uh, planes are one of the safest modes of transportation. Yeah. Now, with that being said, you know, that Things opens happen. up a whole mess when a bunch of people die tragically, like that, right? Not only that, the orphan children being sacrificed. Um, that is, um... Yeah, there being an asylum there, and then some kid deciding, well, I'm just going to go mess yeah. around with this electroshock therapy stuff, and dies, and now he's wandering the the canyon, and then the... So, my question with that is, was it like, oh, haha, I'm going to use this on yes. myself, or was that like yes, a sexual it was a, thing? No, like a haha, I'm going to use this okay. on myself thing. Because that the, the shock therapy is actually a, a fetish yeah no, no no this was a ha ha okay. i'm gonna try this on myself it's gonna be funny he probably had friends and then he died and they probably scattered oh yeah so he he turned it up he probably was like oh i'm gonna do this turned it up to full voltage and then just 
Yeah, pretty much. It just died. And his, apparently his spirit has been seen in the canyon. And then the rumors of many, many different cult groups using this canyon as well. Yeah, I mean... This is just, this is a like a recipe for no. Yeah, I, I mean, mean... The energy in that canyon must be horrific. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I, that just is... That's a horror movie that writes itself. That's a cocktail for for just bad. Yeah, I I don't think I could possibly go near a place like that. Oh, there's a co- yeah, no, no. Especially California, you know. There's, there's there's a bunch of nuts out there. Yes, I mean there are nuts everywhere. Don't get me wrong, but but this is like hills have eyes kind of very the, much. The hills have eyes kind of crazy. And I'm just like, no. Oh, you can still go there? No. Yeah, why don't you come up here? Don't go. You want to go for a leisurely hike up a canyon where like 50 plus people died? Let's do it. Awesome. No. Yeah, no. I don't know. It's children and and, and, and that's, oh, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, Nope. That's a hard pass for me. Yeah. at, At what point do you stop tempting fate? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. Well, that's it for today, folks. What do you guys think? Have you had any experiences in haunted places? Go ahead and uh, tweet us at OhMidnightRoll on Twitter. Next week, we speak to Dr. Lecter about his favorite wine selections. Ta-ta! for joining us we hope you enjoyed this episode if you'd like to keep the conversation going you can follow us on twitter and instagram at oh midnight roll also feel free to like rate and review us wherever podcasts are located until next time good morning and memento mori